Hey everyone, it's Mike. Um, we recorded this episode on Friday last week, um, hours before uh, it was announced that Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg had passed away. So you won't hear mention of that in this episode. That said, uh, our next episode will be only about her and her legacy and the big ideas that she put forward and lived uh, for her incredible life. So I uh, hope you enjoy this episode. And very soon, in the next couple of days, we will have our RBG episode. Talk soon. Welcome to the Lori Life Podcast, where we seek to navigate our days with a little less stress and ideally a lot more fulfillment. In this episode of Lawyers at Home Sharing Coffee, we check in after a summer of adjustments. We're asking ourselves, what now? I'm Mike Anderson. And I'm Darlene Tonelli. Hello, Darlene. Hello. It's a special day for you. It is my birthday. Hooray. If I could sing, I would do a few bars for you, but I don't want to immediately alienate the large portion of our audience. It's good. <laughs> good. What have you done to celebrate so far? Very little. Uh, had pancakes this morning with my family. We have a uh, happy birthday sign, which uh, always goes up when someone it's someone's birthday. So that is up and that is exciting. Nice. Um, and I open gifts which was also great. Uh, my son, who is 16 months, 17 months, um, chose my birthday card in the store, I learned, and it was a Jurassic Park birthday card um, that that opened up to be a Jurassic Park poster. And of wow. all things, so it has like a charging T-Rex on it. At the bottom, it says, of all things, trust your instincts. Wow. <laughs> What a smart young fellow just tuned right into your wavelength. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Oh, huh. mm-hmm. that's your message for the year, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to put it up in my office if mm-hmm. uh, my daughter doesn't get her hands on it first. And uh, yeah, so it's been a fun day. It, I mean, everything is weird and different in these times. So, you know, COVID birthdays, as many people have uh, passed through the, the past six, eight months, uh, are different than birthdays and non-COVID times, but here we are, you know, we continue. We continue. I was involved in a very fun Zoom surprise, all the friends there for the family cake candle blowing out thing. That was fun. My friend's husband brought in her cake and there were like 20 of us on Zoom or whatever. And we were all like, happy birthday, which would never have happened uh, pre-COVID from all over the world. So that was, that was fun. Um, But uh, yeah, it's definitely different, right? So these are different times, which is where my friends, sorry, my friends from law school got married last week and, wow. uh, sent, and, and sent out, they had a few people present, but they had, uh, many people, many people joined by zoom. Gotta say, I was totally into it. I was dialed in. It was, it was great. And I'm very happy for them. And was it a wedding you would have been able to go to in person, but for the pandemic or no? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's the interesting thing. I find that my international friends, people who live in, um, you know, the States, mostly, um, the Zoom stuff offers them the opportunity to just be in our regular weekly gatherings, right? As opposed to 
seeing them a couple times a year. So that's a really positive thing about Zoom. So anyway, okay, well, let's talk about what we're hoping to accomplish on today's podcast. Okay, Darlene, what are we hoping to accomplish on today's podcast? (laughs) That was me clumsily throwing to you. We're out of practice here because uh, one of the objectives here is to not get rusty on our podcasting as we bring you our upcoming episodes, which are interview-based and topical. And uh, I will not give a teaser here. Um, But today I suggested that we would just have a little bit of a coffee chat about what we have you know, a couple of learnings from the pandemic as we ease back into what looks a bit more like life pre-pandemic. And I've got some questions to ask you. And maybe you could. Yeah, I know. Fancy, right? Mm -hmm. We're not great questions. Don't get your hopes up or anything. Had I known before I made the questions it was your birthday, I might have put a bit more, you know, effort into them, (laughs) asked about your reflections on your youthful life to date. Anyway. Okay. Shall I go ahead? Okay. Okay. First, let's set the stage. Your children are not in your home. Well, your little guy is still at your house, I guess, but your daughter is out of the house and you have presumably a bit more time for you and your wife to work. Yeah. Okay. And same here. My daughter has gone back to her preschool for uh, a shorter day than than she was in before. And then my son is in grade one now. So um, we have had six hours, six, seven hours uninterrupted in the day, three days in a row. And I, it just, anyway, how does it feel for you? Hmm. How do I put this? I, I've come to appreciate the solo, quiet working time far more than I would have previous. Like actually understanding that is, it is a gift to, have un- un- uninterrupted time to work and think. <laughs> so that's the first thing. Uh, and as well, I'm honestly still concentrating a lot of my work in a larger chunk instead of spread out through most of the day. Um, so it's kind of... Yeah, it, it just... it I, I now work in a more focused, concentrated block than perhaps I did pre-COVID, I think, on on the work side, Um, which I like, and that's been good. Hmm. I definitely feel a stronger sense of these these hours. It's I guess it's what you said. It's kind of precious, these quiet hours. Like, wow, I always had this before and didn't even know how great it was. Yeah. (laughs) It's like by comparison, holy, six hours is just a lifetime. Whereas before, I think I thought that that was a short day, and now it feels like a long day compared to what I've been working. Um, yeah, and they say this all the time. It's like you actually overestimate how long it takes you to do stuff, right? And a lot of doing the work is just starting the work and not being daunted by how big tasks are. And I think that there's less of that in me now, and it's mostly just like, okay. What's the next thing? Let's get going. You know, instead of um, fretting about how little time I have, there's less of that. Well, and we're such an adaptable species, humans, right? Because I know that when I uh, left my in-house counsel job, I had been working flat out from an early point in the day until late at night, and always on, always connected offline. And yeah, um, and I commuted a, a good two hours a day for sure every day, maybe more with traffic jams and things. And uh, I remember when I first left and started this virtual um, 
inter alia practice that I said to people from my old life, you know, it's amazing how much time the commute frees up. Like I'm able to do what I did before, but in a tiny fraction of the time because of all the the stuff layered on top of it. So I feel like on a global level, we've all had that experience now. And it does, it's, it's like a macro experience of this thing, which is you can do a concentrated amount of work. It's just that our society is designed for a nine to five day with a commute. Yeah. That's so you try to, you have to fill it. And then you realize all the things that are filler. Totally. I do. The one thing that is really useful is that bit of separation, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And the weird, this is something that I dealt with um, again, because we were already working from home, but now seeing, for example, my wife have the experience of like, you know, come the end of the workday, just walking down the stairs, boom, kids are right there and you're instantly in parent mode uh, versus like having a 15 minute drive or, you know, something or a 15 minute walk or 20 minute, half hour, whatever. That sort of like transition point can be really useful. And, and obviously so many people don't have that right now unless you program it. Uh, intentionally into your day, which honestly, I think I need to do more of, uh, in, I, I am doing really well in the morning with that transition from parenting to work. Um, but probably not as I'm, I'm not as good at that finishing work and then going into parenting. Yeah. Margin. (laughs) That's what I call it. Margin. Got to get some margin. Um, it does, it does help sometimes even just two minutes, just like a time to change the channel. This goes back to an episode that we did so long ago where you were sharing that, uh, sort of mind training that you had done. Um, what was the, do you remember what the episode name was? One of the high performance ones. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, we can tag it in the show notes. Sustainable high performance. Sustainable. Yes. And you were talking about this idea of preparing, to go back into the household, like mentally preparing. And I think you still have to do that even if you're there. So if you have to like leave, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Even, uh, you know, their recommendation even on that was just have listen to the same song every day to take those three, four minutes uh, when you finish work and your, and your, your brain will start to click in that, okay, we're changing. Um, and as well, uh, visualizing. Like what kind of what kind of partner, what kind of dad? I think I made the joke in that episode or dog owner <laughs> do right. I want to be yep. when I'm about to uh, change roles. Funny enough, my, so my daughter's junior kindergarten uses songs to transition from activity to activity every day. And that mm-hmm. helps the kids understand <laughs> what's about to come up next. And, you know, maybe we can have a little bit of JK in our lives in that same way. Okay, I was going to ask you what has changed in your life through the pandemic. If you were to take a moment to reflect and think of Mike pre-pandemic and Mike uh, post, let's call it post, although you know we're three days in, but the mental space from three days gives us a minute to ponder. So any changes that you can kind of immediately point to? Well, I uh, might have put on a couple pounds. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, a great gym habit. Oh my gosh. Probably I hadn't been so uh so good at the gym routine in oh definitely like 10 years just before uh the pandemic came. Uh that's so that there is a there's some truth to that. Do my best to be active. I'm not doing all that great. Um 
I think I've improved with dealing with uncertainty and um, taking things day by day. I, I, I'm more equipped to do that now than I was pre-pandemic, I'd say, only because I think it's just necessity at this point. Uh, it'd be very easy, continues to be very easy to just spiral, not knowing, you know, for example, how long your kids are going to be in school. And it'd be very easy to just focus on that all day. Um, but just accepting that everything is unknown and everything is going to change is something that um, I definitely have have improved upon, and that would be different. Uh, how about you? What do you? What differences do you see? Well, I hadn't planned to say this, but as you were talking, the way that I would kind of sum up what I what my change is is I have this sort of survival mentality, this like yeah. survivalist um, where. I'm just, you know, they say that when you're in a really difficult situation, you cut your senses kind of attuned to the important stuff and like your body will actually like shut down systems that you're not using and like sure. um, crank up the adrenaline or whatever. Um, so I feel like in my world, it has been this really incredibly clarifying process. So the things that were not functioning very well pre-COVID, COVID made them really not function or break maybe. And then you you sort of look at things that were, I think under normal circumstances could maybe have continued forever. Like I'll give an example that my, you know, I've always said it's really important to me to have a certain number of fixed hours every day with my kids, but um, having them here a bit more had clarified for me kind of, okay, well, it is possible to have a bit more engagement with them in a thoughtful way in the day. Um, and I would never have learned it, but for having them here all the time, which I don't recommend. And I, I am actually a much better parent with some margin, <laughs> um, for sure. So that was, it just taught me that there is, this is very important. I've been doing my best. I didn't know there was a better way. There's probably a better way. And the way that I can give more devoted energy to the kids is by improving in certain areas of work where, for example, I do too much stuff that doesn't need to be done just by me. Parenting, I think a lot of it needs to be done just by me and my husband, you know, like um, that we're their only parents, whereas there are other tasks that can be done by other people. So for me, um, my values align better with, I think, where I want to orient things going forward, assuming that the, you know, things stay a little bit uh, you know, flexible, but even if they don't, even if we go back into some kind of lockdown, I still feel like the learning and the clarity is what I'm going to try to carry forward. So just operating as if you have really important things to accomplish in your day and limited time, right? Like, I don't know. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So Sur- I don't know if survival is the right word. Um, yeah. Okay, well, what are your goals as you ease back in here? What are you going to do differently going forward? Or do you have, well, were you we have discussed this. a hobby during other than gardening? Yeah, woodworking. I'm just such a stereotype. Oh my gosh. No way. Are yeah, you I have built, I was looking around our backyard and from the beginning of COVID, I have built. So this is an order, of, and it happens to be an order of simplicity largely too, because I've just got more and more complex. So I built a balance beam out of spare wood to start. I was like, like 
kids need stuff to do. This is March. So I built a balance beam thing and I built a water table, which I might have mentioned, which is just like a thing with two buckets in it where they can put water and sand and stand there and play with it. But that was all spare wood, just kind of like stuff to do. Fine. Then uh, we had to build a new deck, a uh, very large, big deck extension in our house for reasons I will uh, maybe discuss later or not. I don't know. Anyway, so my dad and I did that. Wow. Um, then I had leftover wood. <laughs> so this month I have been inspired to use that leftover pressure treated wood. And, and I can talk to you all about how there's a pressure treated wood shortage right now. So this is like having gold on my property. Dirt. Everybody wants this stuff. I'm keeping it for myself. Like the <laughs> You're stockpiling and hoarding it. I am. Mm-hmm. I am. Um, and uh, so I built a second smaller deck in the corner of the yard just for the kids. Wow. And then I built uh, this is the newest thing I just completed this week, a playhouse on top of that deck on one corner of it. And yeah, there's a little kitchen on the inside. I just did a counter with a wow. bucket for a sink in it. Oh my gosh, I could talk forever about it. I love it. I love it. It's like complete flow. So that's what I've been doing in the morning. I've been dropping off my daughter, spending about an hour working on that, and then starting work. And it's been a great way to start the day. Awesome. Um, it's oh, sort of gosh. creative. It's yes. like, Yeah. That's great. Yeah, it's great. So that (laughs) I probably went on way too long about that. No, I mean, obviously I can't judge. You know how much painting I did at the beginning of this pandemic. Like that was not necessary for me to do, but it was very, uh, it's like meditative or something. It's like physical. Yeah, totally. And it's like has a good, like there's a a shiny thing when you're done, you know? Like anyway, I found it very rewarding. So I can understand woodworking in a way I might not have uh, prior to the pandemic. That's uh-huh. great. So your goal is to do more woodworking or? Well, I don't know how much more my backyard can bear. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 uh, the past couple of days I have, because uh, I finished that playhouse, um, mm. I have a little bit more wood. I have a, a little bit more wood left, like a tiny bit. So I might just like play around with that. Anyway. This could become a theme <laughs> oh, like gardening God. and just really round out our offering with all of our stuff that we. Uh, yeah. Um, okay. My goal is to. Uh, wait, wait, that was also. my goal? Yeah, your goal to find <laughs> I thought a, you asked my, had a new hobbies. Oh, okay. Well, the, the first question was, what are your goals as you ease back into things? Are you, and then I sort of as a sidebar said, oh. did you have any, you know, new hobbies oh. that you picked up? Yeah, well, my, yeah, that all that was not related to any goal. <laughs> That's not your goal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. I'm you know glad what? No, you maybe it is related to my goal. Actually, I, yeah, no, because I'm, my memory's jogged now. We've talked about this outside of the pod. But I had a very, I had a pretty busy stretch um, last, like for the last couple of months of last year and then continuing on this year until about now. Um, and so for that reason, I, I, I have intentionally um, not filled my days as much and I am trying to chill out a little bit um, uh, so I can kind of just like, uh, I guess, recover, give myself a little bit of time. Um, so that is... That is a goal of mine that will probably last until like November-ish and uh, uh, more or less, I think. Uh, Recharging, I guess would be the word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Having the self-discipline to take time to recharge in a business where time is money is very, like it's a thing. It's like a muscle to be developed. And it's not- kind of naughty. I know. It's it's like I'm breaking the rules. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, not any- I ha- I feel the same. I still, to this day, I struggle with, um, I have to really tell myself in the morning, 
today we are taking a break. Yeah. You know, and then when my hand goes to the computer or I like compulsively check the phone, um, I have to still have the deal with myself that I made in the morning because, uh, you know, in July, I really tried to take downtime. I, as you know, I, as much as I, I do incorporate downtime fluidly into my life, but I rarely take a vacation, like a proper vacation. And in July, I decided, you know, these kids are home. It's a, it's kind of like a 1980s summer with the way that I had with my mom in the eighties. Um, you know, no camps, nothing, just hanging out at home. And we really made the best of it. And in those moments, you know, you're still working on your business. You're still working on yourself. The, the quiet moments are really fruitful, I find. So I always come back rejuvenated, energized. And if you don't take those breaks, you just kind of churn you know, churn away like we were talking about with Mike yeah. Whalen. Okay, well, um, this is good. fun. I like being interviewed by you. What other questions do you have? Oh, uh, okay. I have a few other questions. Oh, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> um, okay. So, did you have any major learnings, like something that you know now that you did not know before the pandemic? Yeah, I and it might surprise people, but I'm, I am now fully on board with the fact that I'm an introvert. Right. And I didn't know this for a very long time. Hmm. But going back, I, I actually had this conversation with my wife recently and I went, because we've been, we've known each other for like 12, 13 years and been together for almost all that time. Um, and she was very surprised. <laughs> I was like, no, but even remember back then, X thing, X happened or whatever, this is the way I was. Um, and yeah, uh, I don't know why it's. I've come to that realization now. Maybe it's less related to the pandemic and more related to just more introspection um, and some other things. But yes, I uh, I now understand myself to be an introvert, oddly, which I many people might be surprised by. I am not because I've read a book called Quiet. Do you know this book? No. It's a book about introverts and it's sort of like a lot of, it was quite um, revolutionary when it came out because it was a woman who really wrote about how, um, how introverts see the world. And um, I don't think that the distinction is as clear between extrovert and introvert as is branded sometimes, yeah. right? Like it doesn't mean quiet, for example, it means you're like processing information differently. So you can be a very talkative introvert. It means like you recharge on your own and you, you know, there's mm -hmm. all these cues to introversion that that people don't necessarily know. And um, her point in that book is that introverts have a lot to contribute and we need it to, as a society, get better at getting like the contributions out. So you might be a very, you know, you're obviously comfortable expressing your opinions in podcast form anyway. I don't know if you are as much. Uh, anyway, for another podcast, we should do a, an episode on that. <laughs> Introverted lawyers yeah. <laughs> discuss, how are you going to take care of yourself in this next phase of where things are going? Because I do think as much as I say, yes, pandemic in the past tense, there is this looming might be, you know, uncertainty is still here and anxiety is still here and it might go back into lockdown. How do you want to ride that out in a sane way? Well, knowing that we've been through it once and you know once you do something it's easier to foresee getting through it again uh successfully so i think there's comfort there also 
the you know the talk to I, I am recharging not only because I was busy professionally but also because holy smokes that was a lot to deal with <laughs> from March till now and this is a little moment where it actually is possible to take a little breath and part of that is because I I, I am guessing at some point things will ramp up back up again in in this sort of maybe have to self isolate kids won't have the care they currently have you know mm-hmm. uh that sort of thing so uh yeah as i said before this recharging bit is informed um also just by the fact that this current reality of kids at school uh you know could not might not be long lasting right okay what about you I love this. I love being interviewed and then just having to be like, this question applies to you now. This was the easiest prep you've ever done for a podcast, but it is your birthday. So that would only be fitting. That's um, right. Well, as I shared on one of our team Zoom calls recently, uh, when we we always ask sort of a fun, a fun or non-law related question to end the call. And one of the questions recently was like, what have you learned in the pandemic for the team? And we went around and and I said, I've learned where my boundaries are. I have learned when my bandwidth ends. And I did I hadn't really gotten there before. My life was structured. See, I always just was under the impression you just had literal uh constant bandwidth. <laughs> you know, what I realize is I can't hit my limit. Like I cannot design my life in a way that I'm that close to the edge. Granted, I did not design that particular piece of my life, but it was a really good lesson of like, okay, we all have way too much packed in here. And some of the stuff that was packed in there has gone by the wayside and probably won't come back. You know, I think all parents, as we talked about very early in the pandemic, we, we learned that the kids don't need to be scheduled every minute. You know, we, we kind of learned that. Um, And so there were some just learnings and some stuff that's come out and, you know, there's new ways of interacting. So I go for a walk pretty much every night late in the beginning and in the winter when it was cold, I was painting during that time period. Um, but when it got warmer, I started going for this walk and my friends started to know friends from far and wide started to know that I was, would always be out around that time. And I started to really connect with my old friends in this way of just having chats about what was really going on with people, you know, like Mm -hmm. people knew that around that time they could call me and we could have a chat and, um, it was a support system. And I'm so grateful for that just to, it was a form of self-care. And I think that, you know, having had young kids, I mean, my, uh, the last five years have been a bit of a blur um, with friends and relationships and stuff. So just want to continue some of that stuff going forward, just to focus on what matters, you know, spend an hour talking to a friend and recharging. And I'm constantly aware now of like, what is recharging and what is draining? What is recharging and what is draining? And I can feel it so clearly now in a way that I think I wasn't aware before. So um, I hope to carry that forward. And I hope to just look at my own energy as a real resource. I mean, it is the resource that runs a lot of things. So um, I have just, a, I guess, a more of a reverence for what we do with our like body and mind, <laughs> right? Um, it's not to be trifled with. So that's, I hope I carry that forward and don't forget about it after a few weeks of the gloriousness of, uh, freedom during the day. So, um, 
There's so many glorious things to look forward to. We were watching an episode of Queer Eye last night, and there's just so much hugging in it amongst basic strangers. And we're like, oh, man. Like, Imagine that. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing to think of all the handshaking that I was doing at the ABA tech show just before this all uh-huh. went down. I mean, I, people, there were a couple people back in February that were like, oh, I'm not shaking hands because there's a lot of sickness going around. And I was like, oh, that's, that's unfriendly. <laughs> yeah. um, but now I think, yeah, it's probably a wise move. Anyway, I want you to go back to birthday hangout. So let's be really quick and maybe wrap this up and come back for goods and gripes. Yeah, okay. I know that's your line, but just to... Oh, that was the prompt. Okay. (laughs) The Lawyer Life Podcast is brought to you by Interalia Law. Interalia lawyers have big firm training, in-house experience, and a wide range of expertise in technology, media, and entertainment. Our advice is business-focused, speedy, and practical. To learn more, visit interalialaw.com. That's I-N-T-E-R-A-L-I-A-Law.com. And we are back with our goods and gripes. Goods are things we want to promote and support, and gripes are things that annoy us. It's been a while, Darlene. You must be full of goods and or gripes. I am. Okay, so my first good is the fanny pack. (laughs) They're making such a big comeback. They're, I've been seeing so much. Yeah. But people are wearing them around their chest and not around their uh, midsection. Correct. A key distinction. Although the kids are wearing the fanny packs at school to have their hand sanitizer and their masks, which right. is great. Um, but yeah, my friend who has a dog, we we go for walks and she had this fanny pack situation happening. And I was like, what is going on here with this? Like, not a sponsor of the podcast, but like Herschel Supply cool thing. Yes. And I, I went straight home and ordered my own because the cool thing is you can just put your phone and your hand sanitizer. Like it, it is very functional um, in this great way without having to carry a purse around or a, I guess for guys like pockets don't fit all this stuff now. I, yeah. I'm so, um, see, it would have been great for this to have taken such flight in the springtime for guys have this issue in the summer, which you may or may not appreciate because uh, we don't have purses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and don't have coats on the places to put the keys in the wallet and the phone. And now the mask and the sanitizer, yeah. um, very limited. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I have to say, I don't know if I'll do it for the fall winter. Cause again, you have coat pockets, which I'll rely on, but next spring I might, I might go there. I know it's good. It's a, it's a revelation for women that have been carrying these huge, heavy bags like, forget about it. No way. What a burden. It is a burden. Yeah. Hurts your back. It is. Forget that stuff. I'm going simple. I hate when, yeah. when When I am able to walk outside without a child's water bottle bag, stroller, dog leash, dog poop bag, all that stuff, oh, <laughs> that's my good. I'm just going to say that. No, I have another good. But isn't that such freedom? Oh, my gosh. It reminds me actually a lot. It's the exact same <laughs> as... And now having un- uninterrupted work time. It's like mm. all that stuff is off of you and it's just it's just you working free or walking free. Ah, uh, life's little pleasures. Ah, so good. So great. Um, my good. Uh, on this very day, my birthday. Um, <laughs> on this my, day. my friend, um, hockey playing compadre, 
talented musician, Mark, his band released a new album. Uh, the band is called Elliot Brood, Canadian group that's been around for a long time. The album is called Keeper. I love it. Uh, some amazing production on it. One of the producers, I think, produced uh, some Johnny Cash songs. Wow. And, um, and oh, it's just great. Check out um, Bird Dog or Stay Out, are two, the first two songs on the album, actually. So wonderful. Uh, and I'm really proud of him. And uh, despite the, um, you know, the huge stress that this has brought on musicians, um, he, you know, they are they they continue and they're family focused guys. And um, yeah, great album, Keeper by Elliot Brood. Check it out. Awesome, I will. Thank you. Do you have a gripe? Well, my gripe is folks not channeling their disappointment or frustration and dealing with it properly. And I've seen it. You, I, maybe it's amplified online and you see people who are just being so awful to retail folk uh, or people they encounter on the street. Um, and I just, I know this, these are hard times for everybody. And a lot of people are, are just exhausted by the stresses that the pandemic has brought on or even worse have dealt with loss or sickness and all that is terrible. But um, let's just be kind to one another, especially people that are trying to help. I have to say to anybody out there named Karen, that's a kind soul. I'm so sorry for what's happened to your name. Yeah. Uh, and I, because I, I encountered a, a Karen type thing in a parking lot, a car was backing up, not at all even really close to this woman that was walking, but the woman that was walking was kind of proximate to the car backing up. So she just started to slam on the uh, trunk really loud, which obviously startles a, a person. Oh my and God. And then went around front and started to scream at the the driver and record them. Uh, and that's the, that's, it's just so weird to witness a thing like that. And it, I don't know if it's happening more now, but uh, let's all just take a break, you know? Do our meditation. Try to keep our bandwidth in check. Try to not get to the Build stage where we would do that. Playhouses out of wood that you overordered yeah. when you built your deck. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Just do some hand work. I find it grounding, right? It's grounding to just do oh, sort I of a repetitive. Tell you. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. Love it. Gardening, Cutting, woodworking. You're like oh, basically measuring. starting an episode of This Old House. Do you remember that show? No, my answer is no, but I like this. It's and like, let's go with it. Okay. Well, it could be a modern, updated version of that. But anyway, it's been great to chat with you again. And I'm glad, I'm very thankful that you took this time out on such an important day the debut of Mike Anderson into the world, the anniversary. <laughs> to, is, the, uh, to the minute, actually, while we were uh, wow. podcasting. Amazing. Well, it's a testament to uh, your actual enjoyment of the Lawyer Life pod that you would be willing to do so, do this on, on this day. So thank you. And uh, that's it. Here comes the outro. Talk soon. Talk soon. That's it for this week's episode of LLP. Thanks to Inter Alia Law for presenting the podcast and to Nick Fowler for composing and performing our music. See our show notes for his website. Don't forget, we love feedback. Please comment in the review section or subscribe or like. We'd appreciate it greatly. That's it. Talk soon.